0: Section One of Spy Proof America. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Spy Proof America by J. Francis Logan. To the American Public Times such as are these, when the horror of war is upon this nation, is the exact, the only extraordinary era that our whole existence on this earth may ever again permit of us, as a body, to assist our flag. We all know that, only and always and forever, as in all things else in life, is it that the spirit makes the man, woman or child. Nothing can be accomplished without spirit, all things with it. There has not yet appeared upon the page of any history, any mortal whose ambitiousness gained zenith power other than along that lofty, that wondrous road which leads to that high, peaked with golden clouds of summit, of soul-burning spirit. Nor shall there ever be in this life. What are you going to say when the war is over? Are you prepared to tell those upon whom you look down and far, far back as you possibly can look into the past of your grandchildren? That you sat still all through the world's greatest war absolutely inactively so you know that of all things that will be the hardest to overcome that one question don't you what did you do in the great war the writer of this book had the honor of answering the call for men to the colors when the issue came and by that great man william mckinley and it is for that reason that i want to save you from yourself It is for that reason that I want to show you how, though you may never shoulder a gun, sew a bandage, or join the Red Cross, how you can serve your country in an equally great capacity, as though you were in active service, in the midst of a very trying campaign, and on the field of battle. I sincerely believe that the sale of this book will run up to the 500,000 copy mark, therefore i will have enlisted one-half million people who and during their spare moments will give to their country a service that could not otherwise be purchased for less than the minimum salary of two thousand dollars a year my method will if carried out and by my readers save for the united states government one billion dollars a year and an actual paid-out salary to those who, because of physical disability or overage, are prevented from joining one arm or other of the service, to those who, because of their mechanical or industrial ability, or too large a family, remain at home, or the woman who would but cannot leave a large family to join the Red Cross, or boys and girls who have not yet fully matured, how do you think you would feel, when, five or ten years from now, you throw back your proud heads and say no i did not go to the war not exactly no but i did give to the flag that which was best in me and throughout the entire war i was one of the half million whose active home service saved the government enough money to upkeep four soldiers in the field each year of our service which upkeep supplied them with salary equipments clothes food and munitions I was a member of the civilian V.S.S., the Voluntary Secret Service. I was one of the half million whose service, and freely given, too, helped keep in the field and during the war an army of two million soldiers. Will not this be far more beautiful, serenely patriotic, than all things else that any one or more Americans could ever hope to do, even though they gave to their country their all? Of course it would, why because we of the half million are the masses the guides of democracy of which we shall then be one as those of the v s s read of the daily onslaught both at home and on foreign soil they will go forth with a light heart ay and with a lighter conscience for ever in their mind will be that foremost thought for every captured spy that many months nearer peace is my country and so will the world eventually adopt what shall soon be known as a universal phrase keep out of america you alien enemies keep out and if you are still there stop because if you don't you may rest assured that the voluntary secret service will positively get you when our scar-bearing brothers return from the trenches and relate to you those awful days days that the thundering guns smoked into the ebony the inky blackness of cruel bloody ill-cultured night and the nights were bespoken of as being beyond inexplicably beyond description by the most gifted genius of the soldiery or oratorical exponent what will you then have to say instead of fearing to face those whom almighty god gave to the defence of your country you will greet their oncoming yes you will because you can very proudly truthfully say to them i too served my country i was an active member of the half-million spy brigade the v s s tell me not that this or that or the other soldier or group of soldiers will not stand agape at what you yourself might possibly be able to relate regarding your personal capture of or your sterling assistance in the capturing of a spy else i will say citizen you speak with little heart and weakly too do you imitate our true patriot because if you let your conscience dictate your determined duty to your dear country and during the war you will i am sure have narrated both during and hence our national conflict saintly truths of thrilling patient and courageous moment truths which though history may overlook the garment around which we all so humanely wrap them the unselfish sacrifice and soul-like manner in which we so freely give them, never will forget the stars and stripes. Never before in the history of mankind has there been spread broadcast throughout any free and peace-loving land, and by a writer of sufficient courage to ask for what he thought his country could use, and at that time, and by the consent of only a necessary and sane conviction do I ask it, I ask my readers to join hearts and hands, and for the benefit of the country in general do I again request that those who do not go to war, and for reasons heretofore ascribed, which reasons better suggests their home service value, to become, and only during their leisure moments, members of the voluntary secret service. The sooner the world learns that American soil holds, and free and independent of the U.S. secret service, and for that period of time during the war only, an army of five hundred thousand voluntary secret service men and women, the sooner will we be in a position to eliminate plots and plotters from our soil, and for good and all time. And so, therefore, and in the height of justifiable sanctity and moral ethics of and for Christian mankind, shall we be able to draw to a more stringent and conclusive close this mad devastation of free existence." There are so many tricks in the spy-box that it is imperative that I make my script read doubly plain, and for many pages before I begin my minute description of how spies gain their information. It is well to know that spies, real spies I mean, are highly cultured men and women. They possess talent and intellect, and the women beauty, and always do they have a plentiful supply of money. They are devoid of all traits and scruples passion with them is dead, mercilessness is their god, havoc their only thrill, and the more dupes they enlist in the cause, which is their endless chain of intrigue, the more glances they steal into the pages of the only Bible they possess, crime. And the combined intelligence of these people have been concentrated upon one solid subject, to serve the crown, to wreck republicanism these traitors come to our shores and bathe in our democratic friendship they accept our hospitable consideration yes and to get still closer deeper beneath our skin they even marry our dear american girl but all crime must sooner or later pass through that wonder school that labyrinthal gallery of wizardry that magic glass of democracy the american press and this self-same press will be the fairy god to my army of one-half million the v s s there are in this country to-day and spread throughout our entire land one-quarter of a million of foreign spies they breed their dupes where they can and each succeeding convert to their heinous order will cultivate the criminal blood in another and advise it into a high state of lawlessness Desire on their parts to exceed each other in the open field of destruction has long since become the height of monstrosity. Fiendish concoctions desire to outlie each other, walking through the blood of each other's soul, that they might gain the approval of the master spy. Is not this alone sufficient to inform you of the merit of both the men and women whose devilish feet are now traversing our American soil? Why are they so active, say you, because it is an open field of competition and with false promises still fresh in the minds of these dupes they will commit any crime and the more fiendish the crime the quicker the advancement they all strive for advancement they are all subjects of a fervent desire to get to that position of authority whereby they can dictate specifically just what is and what is not to be destroyed by their subordinates and besides such a position allows of their shaking the hand of the master spy occasionally at least they believe it to be the master spy but that man is never known always is it a fact that he is never known and still we hear of many going to jail because of being convicted of spy work don't believe that there is always one man or more who is far beyond the master spy and who is still high enough up in his government AND WHICH MAN IS BELIEVED TO BE THE MASTER SPY, AND BY THE DUPES, WHO KEEPS SILENT AND GOES TO JAIL. BUT MR. SPY IS BUSY AGAIN THE NEXT DAY, AND THE U.S. SECRET SERVICE KNOW HOW HARD IT IS TO GET THE RIGHT MAN, WHEN IT COMES DOWN TO EXACTLY WHO THE REAL SPY IS. THEY ARE HERE FOR THAT PURPOSE, DO WHAT THEY CAN, WHILE THEY CAN, AND WHEN THEY CATCH ONE, HE MUST STOP, but how about the army they leave behind to continue the devastation which army will in turn develop another here is where i claim my half million army the v s s will be able to keep in touch with every move any spy emissary tries to make and in any part of the united states and during the entire war every spy emissary knows that the extraordinary activity of the U.S. Secret Service is at this time greater than at any other era of our history, and they will therefore act more cautiously, weigh their methods, and time every act. But they will not dare to try anything if they become aware of the newest fact, that half-million more tried-and-true men and women are on their heels. Why? Because with an additional force of patriots, whose efficient acts of law I shall so instruct as to be unable to err, and further down in this book, no one need fear to properly execute the law, when the time comes, because I shall devote fifteen thousand words to the subject, how to distinguish a spy, and all men and women, whose service the government do not require in the actual war, need not fear to carry out my instructions and to the letter, Aside from myself, and i am with the government to the end you can rest assured that both the u s government the secret service the people of this country and the army and navy will thank us for the service we freely give to this our country if every man woman and child who reads this book will give his or her undivided devotion to the carrying out of the spirit of this book we will kill and with one blow spy-work in this country and with the dealing of this blow you will be one of the v s s who helped bring peace to the world for you must know that where plotters cannot involve intrigue must die and so it is that i want every reader to become a serious a conscientious member of the v s s let no mother or father grieve at their blood being in the trenches for we at home are doing an equal service long live the voluntary secret service let us stand together as one let us be determined to wipe out spies with the same vim and love for our work as we would be serious were we to meet our god and on the morrow with this spirit we cannot help but gloriously succeed the american public are the easiest on earth to deceive they take to their hearts and in dire sympathy universal cosmopolitanism they believe and that is just the thing the people of the v s s must overcome They must run to cover the very traitor who and after years of american hospitality has openly and publicly so abused our confidence that we must now suppress or be numbered among those nations who now bow to the iron heel of their giant oppressor prussianism it therefore behooves every american to rise to that height of chivalry so characteristic of those red corpuscles that have so freely flown within his veins and since the spirit of seventy-six, and resent the further sowing of any satanic seeds by those who, and up to a very recent date too, smiled on us through a steel mask and firmly shook our hand after having slipped off the iron glove. But we here in America know full well how to handle those who toss their sleepless heads upon those delicate seas of feathered hypocrisy. But this country is here to stay— no power on earth can take one star from old glory, nor will any free-born American ever cease to stand close up and under our great big eagle, and close behind them will be that great body of the home guard, the V.S.S. Every great idea is that very thing that the public of that time is actually thinking about. They live it, breathe it and then when along comes that person who really gives it life love and progressiveness so do the populace grasp it to their noble hearts and with a spirit that permits of its natural longevity and so do i hope that that same love shall persist in the wake of the v s s always and foremost in our minds must we think and constantly so this thought that we as a nation are at war so must we think and seriously so war 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 this is no time to pray for peace we did all that kind of praying and for three years result they almost put that mexican deal straight over on us we can't take any more chances we have got to so imbue into the minds of our enemies the solid fact that america can't be fooled twice in the same generation that we are going to make the world respect us And the fact that we might have been too proud to fight must now be looked upon only as though it were a past myth. That the mere fact of our having blushed because of our saintly courtesy and open patience has nothing to do with, and absolutely so, yesterday. That this is our tomorrow, and that we have no idea of ever even thinking about going back to yesterday. With us it shall be only and always tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And so it is with our soldiers, those steady boys who never try to shoot unless they first smell the smoke of the opposite trenches. And when that smoke is once within instinctive distance of their nostrils, well, I would that that great and national loved soldier tell you just what they will do Theodore Roosevelt. I merely quote the above to show you, dear reader, that even in the trenches our soldiers are humane, until, of course, that first shot is fired nor would i dare to so write myself were i myself not a veteran of one war and for my country the u s a and so as i go on down through the pages of this book must you know that you are the recipient of facts which are now fresh in the minds of the world's men whose country honor them with high positions of statescraft, american officialism but as a patriot i am going to overlook nothing that i think the public should know and about spies, well, hide your modesty and look straight into the face facts. To overcome your sins of easy-going bohemianism, your paying too much heed to a weak-minded clique of society creatures of misplaced vertebrae, whose soliloquies eventually ordained them into a noisy, subconscious state of mind labelled pacifists, whose pestilential endeavour almost made pervious the big minds of strong men, and the taking of too much for granted we must now get our minds clear for action we must be courageous enough to admit our faults and by so doing all things else shall be forgotten and there shall remain in our mind's eye that one and only great thought our retrieved reformation overcome and for the sake of the country in general things that led to the actual cause of our having been too congenial to those whose every advantage of rights and good will on our soil has been most cruelly abused and from now on and to the end of the war let us make it our daily bible thought to keep our own counsel by so doing we shall have begun to strongly establish a great war point silence and upon this point alone depends the success of each and every member of the vss work for your country and for your flag and for your people but do these things with a quiet dignity do them so that you will look back upon your task and in after years only as does that person think and always so of a lost love daily every great national climax brings forth that which is best in the patriots of that country and at that time never has history told a deliberate lie in this respect nor shall that long since dormant genius which great or small dances along that timid outskirt of the human soul longer manacle its spirit of recognition and in those retrogressive swamps of cold stone still enigmatic wiles of fantasy Alas! they shall rise, rise, rise! And into their souls once again, as it was a century ago, shall come that rugged determination. Kill, yes, kill all symptoms of that nemesis known as the golden ghost. Lethargy and procrastination shall disappear in an unknown grave. The dynamic tray shall serve us no more. The scarlet spread, bleached white, no longer shall deceive us dyspeptic victuals shall henceforth be rejected veils worn by our innocent good-fellowship shall henceforth be tightened about our heads and from this hour on until peace again extols throughout america and the eagle again quietly subsides we stop believing we must be shown the quiet manner in which the v s s shall go about their duty and expunge all traitors and spies and their emissaries from our soil the combined vigilance and intelligence of our army of a half million together with the knowledge that our armies in the field of active service are fully aware of the real home fact that fighting for them and as a rear guard stands another army of half a million and what will that say to the men in the field whose every movement is for posterity but this that the universe will soon learn that the american genius has risen to its fullest height that we are alive on both ends, that for every link we break in the chain of intrigue, for an attempt to further till our soil with venom, that much louder will our voices be heard over all parts of the earth beneath which there exists life. Prevention of countless battles, mayhap, and the saving of thousands upon thousands of lives, the bringing to an early close the most colossal war of all ages, And the shouting of the voices of the entire Christian world, America, oh America, God bless you, America. End of section one.